52 St. Pete. Live from the Weathertight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for It's Okay, It's Not Okay. Now, on Drew Garabo Live. Welcome back to Drew Garabo Live. It's time for It's Okay, It's Not Okay. I gotta say, I've been I've been just digging into the Tech Nine catalog, yeah. and it's man, I will I will tell you. Like, Tech 9 represents my most troublesome phase of life. Really? Like, Tech 9, when I was just out of high school, in the latter half of high school, into... You know how they tell you that... that, that or somebody would like you to believe that music can't make you do bad things? <laughs> I disagree, <laughs> because I I felt... And I, I'm a, I turned out okay, but, like, listening to Tech 9 in my mid to late teens made me want to do bad things and i did do i did do yeah. bad things and that's all there is to it and now when i hear it all these years later some of these songs i haven't played for myself in years i kind of getting the i'm kind of getting the i'm kind of getting the itch again to cause itch? a little trouble tonight i used to uh man some of those uh i mean i already told the story earlier this week about how i was puked on at a tech nine concert oh, and I that know. was you know that was uh that was one of them but a lot of them are just uh hazy <laughs> Very, very. Uh, to anybody who was up in uh, up in Michigan at the time, uh, we would drive hours from Lapeer to go to a place called Shooters in Saginaw, and uh, it was very Juggalo friendly. Like yeah. we saw, I think we saw ICP there, but that was the same place that uh, Tech Nine would always come, and we would just uh, we would go out there and just cause a bunch of trouble and sleep in the car. Man, those are the good old days. The good old days. Uh, okay, here's the deal. Okay or not okay to force workers. Back into the office. This is something that I, I really I really don't know how to feel because I had a very personal, up-close experience with it um, this week. Uh, I, I've always been somebody who's just thought to myself, "You people got to go back to work. We yeah. got to get back to the norm. And, and, it, and it almost like it's holding us back from normalcy. And I still feel that way. But I also may be aware of the fact that it may just be a pipe dream that things are never going to go back. I don't know what's – and I'm not trying to spill anybody's business, and I'm not trying to say that we're doing it wrong in this company. I don't know what the hell's going on with this company. Yeah. I mean, no, they come – people come back uh, like a day of, of the week. I know that the bosses have a couple days. You know, you're here often. Olivero's here often. There, there was a day – not that long ago, yeah. a couple years ago, where this place was full of people. We have an entire quadrant of the building that is now completely unused. There yeah. are cubicles that look as if the world ended and one day people left and they never came back. Uh, I'm sure people came and got their stuff by now. Yeah. But still, there is an entire area of the building that is unused. It just it hasn't come back. Those people are working from home. Yeah, and for a while there, like I don't know if it was official talks or whatever, but there there is some people in the building talking about we're not sure if if that half of the building will ever, we'll come, ever back. come back. And they were talking about basically cutting cutting our floor in half and 
doing whatever with that other half. So the the jumping off point for this is is Elon Musk. He is demanding that Tesla office workers return to in-person work or leave the company. The policy is disclosed in leaked emails Musk sent to Tesla's executive staff Tuesday. Um, anyone who wishes to do remo- a remote work must be in the office for a minimum, and I mean minimum, of 40 hours per week or depart Tesla. Oh. This is less than we ask of our factory workers, Musk grow, adding that the office must be the employee's primary workplace where the other workers they regularly interact with are based, not a remote branch office unrelated to the job duties. Here's people want to make Elon Musk the bad guy for a yeah. bunch of different reasons. Mm-hmm. And you can you can hate Elon Musk and I don't really care if you do or not. Um, and I'm not don't have any reason to be the biggest Elon Musk fan ever. But I, I do think it's interesting now that. And, you know, COVID's not gone. So right. if you're somebody who's super scared of COVID and that's why you don't want to go back to work, I mean, like you have the right to feel that way. But I also just think we now live in a world where is it, is this, is this cruelty? Or like, that's how I feel like it's being perceived by some right. people is that to force people to have to come to work is, is cruel. When I think that we should have hopes for being able to go back to some sort of sense of normalcy. And I say all of that. To tell you that this week I had a real life interaction with 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 what it's like to go back to the office. Um and seven two seven five seven nine one oh two five one eight hundred seven seven one one oh two five. Even if you've just got a, your personal experience, whether you want to go back, whether you've been forced to go back, whether you would never go back, would love to hear from you. Um for it's okay, it's not okay. Uh so my wife she works for a company right. over over in Tampa. It's a it's a, over in Tampa, and um, they sold the building. They okay. they sold the building, so they said we're not having people back in the office anytime soon. We're not. That's just something we're not going to do ever. Right. But they they have an opportunity that if people want to go, they have office space for them now. So she went this week for the first time, and it's just when you don't experience that or do that, I I just don't think that. If you don't experience it, which we've been here every day, and I don't say that to right. say we've been here every day. I'm the type of person who needed that. I don't think I would have been cool being work from home. I probably would have lost my mind. I needed that normalcy of getting up, getting ready, coming to work. Um, with that being said, I think we should be somewhat sensitive to the to the shock yes. for some people to go back to work. And I mean, in my wife's, and I say shock, you know, everybody's going to be okay. Um, but, you know. She now gets to wake up around 7.30, 7.45, gets to work in her office, which is our essentially our lanai, right. um, you know, and, and, and has her work day. And she hated it in the beginning, but now it's become her thing. And then now it's waking up at 6 o'clock to get up and get ready and make the potentially based on traffic 45-minute to an hour drive over the bridge and do all of that. And, 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 and that was only for one specific day. Me living with her and experiencing what it was like for her to not be there in the morning and see her getting up so early, it just kind of gave me this moment where I go, it's a big deal for people. Like, yeah. like it's, I mean, especially after two years of time, it, I, I think that it's a little bit more of a shock to the system 
to go back to work. And I know everybody's got reasons. Maybe you can be with your kids more. Maybe you can be with your dogs more. Maybe it just works better for your life. And you should do whatever is best for you, your mental health, your well-being, uh, every aspect of your life, whatever is best for it. But it, but I, I now am just find myself in this kind of mental conundrum because I've, I've thought it's time to go back. Yeah. And then after kind of just experiencing the smallest little taste of what it may be like for someone to go back, I go, do people need to go back? I've got two things. One. I, me personally, am far less productive when I work from home. Yeah, yes, yes. Because I can, uh, you're right, I'm going to roll out of bed as soon as my meeting is starting. Like, I'm going to get up and then, yeah. but then I'm, oh, I'm going to go to the restroom. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take a little break here. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to see what I have in the fridge and the pantry. And my, my production goes way, way, way down. Second thing, how would you feel about a tiered level of pay? Where if you want to come back 100%, you'll get your 100% salary. Yeah. You want to do a hybrid type thing and only spend half the time in the office, the other half from your house? We'll only pay you half of what you're what you were going to get paid. Yeah, and I know there are I know there are uh, you know studies and and I'm sure companies have tried to figure out and I'm sure that's why a lot of companies are selling their office space. Yeah, is they've realized hey we don't have to pay thousands of dollars in a lease on a building and we can get the same productivity without uh, you know having to have this building. So I I get that, but. For every person who's like that, there's people like you and I. I, I, I don't want to be dramatic. Right. I don't know that I would have been able to do it. I mean, living where we live, which I mean, I don't, I don't, we live in a very small space right. where obviously my wife is using a certain portion of it for her at-home office. Like, I don't think I would be able to just be there all day and have a studio no. set up next to my bed and, and have gone two plus years doing the show from my house. Like I just, and obviously, you know, there are other situations. Mike Calta has an entire, his studio is damn near as nice as, as this studio right yeah. here. And, and if you've got the space, maybe things are a little different, but not everybody has situations where they can do that or, or, you know, even are the type of personality that would be able to make it work. Right. And so, the, the, the tiered level or the, the, the tiered pay that I was referring to, that's if, if the company like Elon Musk, he's like, you guys need to come back. If, if that's the case, Okay, fine, but if 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 they're able to to work remotely and sell everything off, then I I don't I don't see the I don't see the issue or the problem. Okay or not okay to force workers back into the office or say you don't have a job anymore. 727-579-1025-1800-771-1025. Welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? This is Scott. Scott, what's going on, man? Hey, um I got kind of mixed feelings on it. Uh I mean, for one, you think that not having the people in an office would save a lot of money for whoever's paying for that retail, that space. But we moved down from Ohio last year. My wife worked remotely for a place called Cone Cranes up in Ohio. She worked six months down here until somebody seen that she was living in Florida and then kind of got uh, a hold of Cone uh, Cranes and told them that, you can't be in Ohio working remotely. Yeah. You've been doing the job perfect. I mean, we live in a two-bedroom, small little home. I get up. We both get up at 7. I shower. I'm out by 7.30. Yep. She showers just to go in the spare bedroom to yep. do work. She's working for a different company now, but. Yeah, that is a that is an interesting uh, element as well that I know I have a, a, a small personal understanding as well because, I mean, I don't necessarily know where I'm headed, but but. If 
anything should ever take me out of the state of Florida. Uh, you know, we've had that conversation about my wife and her company, and they have a uh, they have something like that as well, where it's you've got to be within a certain uh, you know radius of the company. And I know some some places exactly. have it, some places have it, and then a lot of places don't have it because you know that's what's driving people to live in a van and and just travel the world while they're doing well, their. Um, I can see that. Yeah, but I don't understand, you know. I mean, she was doing it fine for six months. Yeah. And then one of her friends on Facebook seen pictures of us in Florida, and her boss called and said, are you living in Florida? And she's like, no. And then it's like, well, I see a lot of photos. She goes, well, we're on vacation. So I had her pretty much hurry up and just resign and look good to get another job than for them to fire her. Yeah. Snitches get stitches, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate right, it, buddy. Love you guys, man. Thank, I'll you. Let you go. Thank you. Have a good one. 727-579-1025-1800-771-1025. And I know a lot of people are dealing with some variation of this, whether it's the fear of having to go back, whether it's the want to go back. And then really, there is no, from my perspective, wrong answer. If you're good and you're comfy at home and you're productive and you like it, then then that's good. And if, and if you are counting down the days to go back into the office, I think that can be good, too. Uh, welcome to Drew Garabo Live. Who's this? Hi, this is Lisa. How are you guys today? Hey, Lisa, doing pretty good. How are you? I'm just sitting in traffic, but that's okay. No, so does that mean um, you? Does that mean you're going? In. Does that mean you're going to and fro an office? I am going to and fro the office, um, and I got to tell you, I don't mind it at all. And I think there's one piece of it that we forget to talk about, and that's that you know the job you take is an at will position. You know, a lot of states, you know, are at-will hires, so, and Florida's one of them. If you want a job, we will hire you. If you want to meet the demands of the company yeah. or the organization, that's your choice. But then you need to make a secondary choice. And I think a lot of times when I hear people, and I have a lot of friends who work from home, and they are vehement that they're not going back to the office. Yeah. And I'm like, then you need to find another job, because if Frankly, if your company is saying these are the terms of the job, you've got that choice to make. Yeah. You don't have to work there. There's, and and I know that sounds you know kind of cutthroat, it, but yeah, but the reality yeah. is. That, well, no, I was just going to say, I, I don't think that we can, and, and that is the part that I was trying to kind of hone in on first, is that I think we have to, much like you're saying, be open to to both of them being real. I don't think we can live in a world now where if you make your people come into the office to work, you're an evil dictator. I think that, I think that that should still be right. an option in a way that companies work. And, and I think that we're getting right. to the point to where if you're asked, if for some people, if you're asked to come back to the office, it's it's it's, it's how could you, when, when I think there's got to be some steps back to the the semblance of what things were before yeah i mean i i worked for an organization and it was a large healthcare company and when people um i had already left the organization but when covid struck and everybody was sent to work from home because um much like radio healthcare never ends yeah you know everybody was permitted to work yeah. from home and they did find out the productivity was worthy of um, continuing that practice, and they did sell off real estate yep. and parcels so that, you know, the staff, the hardcore staff that really wanted to keep, continue to turn out the good work could do it remotely and be comfortable. You know, it doesn't work for all organizations, yeah. and frankly, it, the other piece of it, and I think, you know, I, I hesitate to use the word entitlement, but it is a sense of entitlement because, to be honest, 
there's nothing that says you have to work there. Yeah, it, it really is. It really is something. And the other element, and thank you so much for your call. I really appreciate the insight. And, uh, sure, I'll and, let you go and discuss. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the other part of it is is the human element. And, you know, we just, you, you do something major like this, and I'm not saying it's going to crumble civilization, but kind of forever. And may, who knows? I'm, I'm open to it doing the opposite. It doesn't seem to be doing the opposite. But, you know, there is that human element. Thousands or millions and millions of people went every day and worked with other human beings in buildings. And, 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 and whether we realize it or not, that feeds into your capabilities to deal with human beings. That deals with your social skills. That deals with a lot of different things mentally. And we just took it away. And now, I don't know. Maybe we were probably on a spiral as society anyways. But it's just I think that is another element that whether it, it leads people down a, a dark road of even if they don't know why it is that they uh, uh, are craving that human interaction or some variation of it that they just don't get in that way. Um, I think all of it can be OK. Your life can be better working from home. And your life can also be worse working from home. I think those scenarios absolutely exist. And now that it does seem that both the going back or staying home will be an option, um, you know, you gotta you gotta pick a job and find a job that's gonna work for you. Uh, John, Doug, John, Brian, Danny, please hang on the line.